different perspectives. Literally, and if this situation has not showed you that, it is life and death. But a shared experience. Why are we taking any advice from him? Yeah, or stick around and learn something. Black Roundtable. Hey you guys, welcome back and thank you for tuning in as always. Before we dig into the episode, I wanted to give a little heads up and acknowledgement this week. At the time of recording this episode, myself, Jelena, and Asha did have a conversation about the attack on the Black community in Buffalo, New York. And sadly, not long after that conversation wrapped up and we began editing this episode, the shooting in Texas took place. First and foremost, while it's not something that we always do, I did want to make sure that we gave a trigger warning to anyone who may be tuning in. Please go ahead and check the description for the timestamps and skip past that section if you need to. I know we've all been so saturated with content about the event, so please feel free to take a break and hop back into the episode where you can. The other thing that we wanted to do is just show our full support for the families of the victims. These terrorist attacks are draining and every day it gets harder to live in this country. So we just want to make sure that everyone is making choices and steps uh, and taking steps to protect their mental health while we fight these issues. Of course, we're going to keep pushing back and we'll continue to have conversations about steps that we can take as individuals and a collective on the podcast. But we do want to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves and being sustainable in our fights for progress. So we love you guys. Again, check the description for those timestamps if you need them. We'll also link some resources down below for anyone who wants to donate or find ways to get involved. And we're going to go ahead and jump in. Welcome back to the podcast, y'all. I'm depressed, also known as Dana. I'm I'm Jelena. (laughs) I'm Asha, aka Anxiety. And this is Black Girl Roundtable. Men are trash. Let's just go ahead and start there. No, there was no good adjectives to go with J, except for like jealous. And that's not how I'm feeling right now. So jaded. That's good. See, look, 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 y'all. It's been a long day. My vocabulary ain't there right now. This is why we do the podcast as a group. So we can help (laughs) each other. I just made me think of uh, Amanda show. The girls are popular. I'm popular. (laughs) I think we did that as an intro. Of course, the black girl was mad. I was like, wait. Reflecting on that recently. Listen, she was the only person in that room with sense, though. So, because some of y'all bitches did need to get beat up. Reagan Gomez has been in our lives for forever and unnoticed. Because I just realized that was her. And she's been in like a lot of stuff. I think it was. The girls' room. I looked that up. Hopefully, yeah. I'm like, I think it was, and if not, she looked just like her. Either way, Reagan, you the goat. We love you, girl. Mm. Well, I'm not even gonna ask y'all how this week was. I think we did some of those pleasantries already. You know, copy paste, cut, insert, yes. print. Um, editing data. You know what to do. Um, so let's just go ahead and dig into what's going on this week and and all the the things. Ooh, all the things. Uh, all right, you know, as as we normally do. Ooh, sorry, y'all. My nose is itching. The pollen is trying to take us out. Lock me up. They're trying to lock me up. Won't let you out. <clears throat> um. So, um, as we normally do, let's go ahead and get some of the the heavier more difficult things um out of the way you know we try to try to start low and and bring up by the end of the podcast but you know as as black people living in america i think that this is important for us to talk about um and so 
as many of us are familiar with, unfortunately, there was another mass shooting um, that targeted black people. Um, even though the, the media and the government has not yet classified as this, I will absolutely call it a hate crime that took place at a grocery store in the think only predominantly black community in Buffalo, New York, where unfortunately, several older um, black folks in our community were shot and killed and several were injured. Um, <clears throat> again, it's just kind of one of those things where I don't even want to be like, oh my God, like, what are y'all's like thoughts? What do you think? Because I know like a lot of it is just the same for us. Um, mm -hmm. I guess just anything that you kind of want to point out, talk about, share, um, you know, in light of the recent news. One thing that I will just give a, not a different perspective on, but like a, yeah, I guess a different perspective. Um, with someone who has a partner who is, um, who grew up Muslim and is from a different country, a lot of times we act as though terrorism is something that only foreign People, people, people from other countries, particularly, let's keep it a bug. A lot, of, a lot of white people think that only um, Middle Eastern or Muslim extremists can do. Um, and this was a terrorist attack. Um, y'all won't, but y'all won't call it that. You will, you will barely call it a hate crime. You'll call it a racially motivated, but it was not only racially motivated, it was racist. It was racial terrorism. It was lynching. It's domestic terrorism. All of that. And we should treat it as such in terms of, you all made all these protocols when it came to 9-11. Uh, when it came to TSA and all of that, made legislation for it, all of that. But somehow you will not make legislation for gun control. Why do people still have automatic rifles i also think it's just and i know we've been talking about this a lot lately but i think it's important and i think as we have more conversations about you know black liberation and things like that amongst our community i think we do need to kind of continue to pull back the veil on i guess some of the the apathy which i i understand but i need us to to really think about like the apathy that we have towards the political system i'm not saying it's a catch-all mm -hmm. end-all be-all but policy and legislation does have real world consequences into yes. to what our our lives look like and so that's a great point that you put up asha policy and legislation in response to 9-11 had a, had a huge impact on the lives that we live if you remember going to an airport prior to 9-11 i know a lot of us were probably very young it was not like that tsa pre-check all these three ounces of this and taking mm -hmm. off your shoes that that was never a thing with airlines prior to that situation and if you go to other countries um airport security is not that intense um, you know, coming back to the United States or, you know, in that same, in the same way that it is here. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about, we need gun control laws, we need police reform, we need, you know, all of these things. And we're looking for legislation and policy is because it does matter. Implementation of it and, and Black people holding, you know, policymakers accountable is a huge part of that. But we're not going to be able to do that if the policy doesn't exist and the policy is never going to get voted in if we don't at least start to 
think about and engage more with what does it look like for us to change the political system and, and have the policies in place exactly. as just as opposed to just saying, oh, what it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because this kid literally posted, you know, on Twitch and all of his blogs or whatever about how easy it was for him to get a gun. Yeah, and I think another part of that is also just like people going or like trying to skirt around what the actual issues are. Because I've seen people yes. like, oh, he was, you know, because I guess he live streamed it or whatever. But they were like, oh, it's in comparison to video games. And, it, you know, the whole video game trope of video games make people violent, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I'm like, you are really going around the real issue of what yes. all of this is. And it just, it is, it, I think at this point, it's more like baffling how people are like blatantly ignoring, like, we need gun control laws and you think like oh well maybe they don't care because it didn't happen in their community and then it does and then it's still just like no we just don't care period so it's just like i don't i knew after Santa hook y'all did not care and that i knew when y'all was okay with them killing with people killing elementary school children five-year-olds that's when i was like they don't it's just i do not care yeah so that's something i'm at the point where i'm like what what would it take what is it gonna take what would it take like i i genuinely like you and again what would it take you literally have people storm the capital it's gonna take it's gonna take for black people to acquire weaponry or for you know um south you know um middle eastern or asian you know southeast asian people or you know somebody who's not white to acquire weapons legally in mass and acquire assault rifles legally in mass and have these shoot 'em up parties like y'all do. And then gun control policies, you know, mental health checks, background checks everywhere on every corner. Well, y'all heard it here, folks. If you're black, brown, or anything, go get your gun. So and it's just really can see the tick and do something about it. And unfortunately, that's what it came to. But you will also be protected in the meantime between though. And it's just so unfortunate too, because like, and I know I'm in the minority with it. I don't, I don't have a problem with gun ownership, but like, I do not personally believe in gun ownership. I have no desire to own a gun. Like, it's just not ever something that I have wanted. I don't see the need. I'm not going to say I don't see the need for it, but it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't want I don't, I don't want it. Yeah, I took a gun, like a, like to the class to get my license and I'm, I'm not a Maryland resident yet. So like I didn't do the paperwork, but like if you acquire things the right way, it make, I definitely would say it would make you feel more comfortable because I felt the same way. Cause I'm like, cause when we went into the store, you can buy certain things with just like a handgun license, but it is still like a large gun and then for other things you need like a whole bunch of other paperwork but still like it's the way the process and that's, is, and that's just and that's, that's like a, just, yeah, yeah. I it's, mean, here, like, like, it's you, considered a pistol but it's a pistol with like a all you can add all this stuff onto it and do and I mean, y'all know like, I'm in the south like you can go you can go to Walmart and purchase right. you know rifles here yeah, um, yeah. and so it's just not and I know like gun ownership is very laissez-faire here and it's just it's not that I wouldn't or that I won't because I probably will and I've taken a class down here as well too um it's just that if I had the option of 
we all get guns or nobody has a gun unless you know you know with yeah, law enforcement <laughs> with and if we had a better law enforcement yeah, yeah. um but you know if, if those were my two options i would always choose the latter like i would just rather because oh. because why like again and maybe this is just a black person in me i'd rather fight i don't need to be shooting any less less let's scrap if it's really that deep let's fight for me it's like i also understand that there's like there's a uh, let's get some swords <laughs> right let's do i don't know like let's fucking play pokey. like this dance battle like any just because it's a pal and it's over like i feel like you didn't prove anything there yeah, is, I have to say, it's only certain opinion. situations where i'll be like a gun is 100 like right necessary like if somebody breaking in my house ain't no words ain't I'm, I'm so sorry you should only if only if you also have a gun nah they got knives i ain't trying to get stabbed neither let's fight <laughs> And so my thing is, because you got a knife, I'm gonna throw a chair. Right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm throwing a pan at you. Sorry. Right. Listen, me and that cast iron skillet. Fuck that knife. But like completely off topic. Somebody was talking about how they take all, like her husband takes all the like the kitchen knives upstairs to their bedroom because he is like, what if somebody (laughs) break in and they take all the knives from the kitchen and come upstairs? And I was like, that's crazy as that's crazy as hell. But you have a point. You have a point. Listen, y'all know my go-to weapon of choice. <laughs> the hammer. Yeah. I keep I, a, I have a switchblade in my bedside drawer just in case. I do I have a chaser as well. I keep a, a very sharp rusty nail in my car. <laughs> that is joke. That's <laughs> A very sharp, rusty nail. That is so specific. I can't even say shit, Asha, because I have a snow shovel. I live in Florida. Because not only are you going to get impaled, that shit's going to hurt and you're going to get infected. Right, so you're going to need a tetanus shot after this. I went to Toyota, the Toyota dealership, to get my car fixed when I had that, when I got in that accident. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, why is there a snow shovel in the back? It's in Florida. I was like, because a regular shovel, it's not enough surface area for me to really whoop some ass. I need the width. Yes. With no shovel to what about? Yeah. Like, no, that was my shovel to have metal at the end. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 the perfect weapon. Take I need to be able to take what if I get attacked by a gang? Snow <laughs> shovel, I can take out two, three motherfuckers at a time. Get real service area on them hoes. Right. Listen, and that's why y'all like guns, because you don't know how to fight. And so I said all to say, but also a lot of gun, gun laws are also very racist. That's why the NRA did not say anything when Philando Castile was killed because he did have a license. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still killed him anyways. And he made it very clear, like, hey, I have a license to carry. Like, and, the, and he was still killed. Um, and that's why they were very silent because the NRA is just uh, historically racist. racist. And they don't really want us to have guns. They want themselves to have guns. Um and so and so there's there's that but bring back um, sword fighting yeah i think i would be much more likely to join the military if they was like we're gonna duel it out with blades oh no i don't want any of it i don't want want none of it i don't want to participate but at least i would be like all right let me hear what these niggas gotta say like i want a duel duel back to back 10 paces turn around bow if you make it great (laughs) if i make it great no i'm like let's (laughs) let's you know it's trade blows. I just feel like getting stabbed with a sword just seems very traumatic. Like, <laughs> it hurts a lot. Yeah, like it would hurt. Like, I don't get shot would hurt too, but I feel like it's quicker. I just feel like <laughs> when people are like, let's go to war. Like, 
that's what I'm trying to do. Like, if, if I'm really about to be like, let's go out here and die for this shit, like, then we gotta be like, huzzah! charge! I just want to say that, like, we just need better gun laws. We need, we also just, we also just need, uh, better education you're talking about some crt is not good for our schools people are getting killed and i'm not saying like critical race theory is going to be the end all be all but you motherfuckers need to learn a lesson it would help some y'all are just stupid but sometimes like yeah y'all are stupid like y'all are idiots black people don't want to be bothered with y'all that's the problem that's why we probably we always say like oh like just leave us be Leave us alone. Like, we don't... And again, ooh, white liberals, hey. All you white liberal Gen Z, Gen Zers and millennials, when you're talking about so, oh, God, I, I hate when white people... Blah, blah, blah. You are still the white person. Don't try to exclude yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you. Stop putting yourself into black spaces because you want to feel a part of whatever cultural thing you want to feel a part of, but then go back home to your racist-ass family. Okay, your weird racist cousin who plays video games and says nigga all day on the damn thing because people can't see his face. Your racist boyfriend who you lay up in the bed Mm -hmm. with. Okay. Oh. Some of y'all really need to start taking stock about who because we don't want to be around y'all neither. I don't care Mm -hmm. how liberal you are. And to me, that's even more deceitful because you're infiltrating what once was safe spaces. Yes. And and taking that back. You don't bring diversity. You take diversity away. Yep. And for all of y'all who be like, well, we can have a difference of opinions. It's not a difference of opinion. And that shows that you haven't learned anything. Mm -hmm. For Black people, it's never been a difference of opinion. And this is also smoke for you Black Republicans as well, or you Black moderates. It's not a difference of opinion or political opinion. It's life and death. It's our lives. And if this situation has not showed you that, it is life and death. That will not, because that that boy, he did not see Republican. He did not see Democrat. He nope. did not see conservative. Nope. He saw black. Because if yep. one of those people, and I'm not saying that they were, but if one of those people would have been a black conservative, they wouldn't have been spared. They wouldn't Something. have... He, he would, they wouldn't have been able to flash their Republican card, right? And they wouldn't and have said they wouldn't have said, "Oh no, it's okay. I'm homophobic. Oh, I'm a straight black person. I'm a straight black right. male. I'm a straight. Right. Th- I'm anti CRT." Until the moment that that party is not aligned with racism and homophobia in that way, y'all be flocking towards it, okay? And until the until mm-hmm. the day. If that day ever comes, because I'm real skeptical if it will, I don't think it will until y'all separate yourselves with a 10 foot pole from that nonsense. I would never. And what's her face too? And I know she's a pillar of the black community too. Condoleezza Rice, girl, get up. It's time to go. I'd rather you be independent. It ain't been about tax policy and conservative spending for a long time. A very long time. Stop. I want you to tell them that lie that it's just about conservative spending and taxes and spending. It's not. The way you try to police women's bodies, the way you try to take uh, aid away from people in need, from people from this country in need, the way you're so worried about um, non police reform, making sure the police stay with their foot on uh, 
BIPOC folks next, the way you care, the way you're so nasty about your immigration laws. Small government, but big police. Small government, but big ICE. Small government, but big, you know, spending on, you know, policing women's health. And Black folk, as you can see, we got a lot bigger fish to fry than uh, mm-hmm. uh, your new patron saint. Uh, some of y'all's, I want to say all of y'all's, because people who listen to this podcast probably do not. Mm-hmm. Listen, I hope not. But how'd you get here? <laughs> you lost. <Please. laughs> but, um, <laughs> or learn something, whatever is easier. Yeah, or stick around and learn something. That um, actually will segue us very nicely into that next segment. So before we even jump into that... I am from the bottom of our hearts. We yes. are so sorry to the Buffalo community and to the people who have lost their loved ones. It just, it hurt my heart in a place deeply, kind of similar to the to the Charleston um, mm-hmm. church shooting, yeah. that this was, you know, older folks just literally just trying to get groceries. Just trying to live, we're just trying to be living um, our lives. That's the thing. We be, we be just trying to, every turn, y'all do some new shit, some new shit to kill us hurt us, bring us down, keep us back. There's always some new shit. Y'all can never just mind your goddamn businesses. We can't worship. We can't go to the grocery store. We can't fucking drive. Y'all so, y'all want to appease. I'm going to tell you, I'm not compromising with people who don't see me as a full human being. Sorry, not going to do it. Y'all want people who compromise with people who don't see us as fully human, as full citizens with generations of families here i don't want to compromise with them people i want the people out of office i want mitch mcconnell out of office i want him out of a lot of stuff but i don't want to get this show canceled hmm. who's gonna cancel it i don't want the government it. coming for me me i don't, I don't want, want the government knocking your door like five four three two one out that damn window Listen, they, they, right <laughs> Right, this episode was going to be like, we heard it. Yet. Okay. On that note, <laughs> resources in the link and we will move on. Um, you know, speaking of those of y'all who feel the need to compromise or who like to masquerade as liberals um, in uh, conservative, you know, clothing. Um, uh, let's go ahead and talk about, you know, some of y'all's fave who passed away. Kevin Samuels. So it has been confirmed that Kevin Samuels has passed away um, at the age of, hmm, please hold. 56? I think it was 56. 53. Um, Yes. So Kevin Samuels passed away from what they are um, assuming, alleging was a heart attack. Um, He was in the, um, in a situation with, you know, a woman. And he collapsed on top of her. This is alleged what happened when he passed. Um, and so there's been a lot of discourse amongst, you know, folks. Some people feel like, oh, that man has passed. We cannot speak negatively of him. People are taking this hard. And others are very thrilled um, that he will no longer be on the internet spewing hate, disdain, and, you know, insert adjective here, um, specifically targeted towards Black women over the age of, you know, 22. Um, so I will, I will, I'll kick to you first, Jelena. How do you feel about Kevin Samuel's passing? 
I mean, it personally makes no difference in my life. Rest in peace to that man, you know. So sorry to his family for their loss. Like, I, I would not be disrespectful in that manner, no. But I do not quite understand the way people reacted. Because I'm not just going to say men. People <laughs> reacted to his death. And like after the fact, I went back and I looked at some stuff. And as we always say, two things can be true. Sometimes for certain people, he was telling some people you need what they need to hear. And then more than often, he was way out of line, like way out of line. So I don't see the appeal of people who are like he would. I done seen Saint Kevin Samuels on multiple posts i've seen people getting oh tattoos God. of this man like i don't i don't see him or anything he said have to have such magnitude that's like yeah we need to be following him the same thing i say about steve harvey who let you be the spokesperson for relationships or i'm doing better in the world because I just don't get it. Like a lot of people are like, well, he's telling people what they need to hear and da, 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 and he's giving them relationship advice. And I'm like, okay, all right. If this was a black woman who was twice over divorced, would you be taking advice from her? Would you be having the same, you know, respect and, you know, praise for her? No. So why are we, why are we taking any advice from him? Like what has he done? Because in all honesty, what what is his credentials to be saying any of this to be like, you could tell anybody anything. Like, I get it. Sometimes people need to hear the truth. Some people do, you know, live in a fantasy world. And other times, you're being unnecessary. You're just being cruel and, and just dis- plain, right out disrespectful, honestly. So, he gone by... I don't know where you at. Enjoy purgatory. Uh, is it my turn? Go for it. Yeah, whoever. <laughs> uh, um, I'm not a nice person, so I'm just gonna go. I'm not kind to people who are not kind. Yeah. I am not going to uh, two-step on his grave. Um, I don't feel, I don't feel the need to, right? Right, Enough people and I have, have laughed at many a comment on Twitter. Um, y'all are funny. Oh yeah, my people are very funny. Um, and I'm gonna be honest. Um, I do not believe in the term "do not speak ill of the dead." If while they were living, they spoke ill of me. Mm. Sorry, I don't yeah. want to tell. I don't. I don't know. One of his last posts was about not believing children. They spoke up about yes. your yes. about someone's partner sexually assaulting them that is vile and i don't know what his relationship with god is i'm not saying i don't gotta i don't have a heaven or hell to put kevin samuels in right that up that's not up to me but the bible talks about people who do harm to children it's like putting a boulder to your foot and being drowned in the water that's all i'm gonna say about that Oh no, I am I am right with you. When I heard I I had no idea he had even said that until after he died. I was like, 
y'all and then people were like defending him about it like that's not what he said and then people posted clips and was like what did he what did he say how how is this interpreted any other way than what was just said like there's no defense like some of the like there's no defending this a little like my thing with Kevin Samuels is when you do harm to a certain demographic I don't know why where's my water <coughs> excuse me <coughs> child this is God like don't be mean Asha no that's right. Kevin Samuels okay. being like nah. remember <laughs> keep going keep going <laughs> he's trying to silence you I'm <laughs> Get damn go right. Anyways, <laughs> I don't understand why you picked that that demographic to like give a fuck when something happens to you. He said the women thirty five years or older were throwaway or were, whatever whatever the fuck. He said. Yes, were throwaway throw- women. That you said it correctly, and he quote. And when people, and that's what. And look, it's going to get, about to get real rude. A lot of men was, was was saying, you know, I agree. Da, 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 da. And I really wanted to be like, so what does oh, that mean? Y'all single mamas. Yikes. Right. Y'all single moms. We never, never had a marriage had proposal for nothing. Mama was never what married. Make her. Cause like, sir, Stop don't this. don't do this. Don't don't do this. Don't do this. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not. It's not it's not even it's not even about her. I'm so sorry, mom, that you had to get dragged into son. this. But your son. It's I'm sorry you, you have to catch so from your wayward child, but yes, big mama who you just celebrated for for Mother's Day a few weeks ago, not a, a week ago. She was your daddy ain't marrying yes. her. Y'all are <sighs> when you were and, when, and so you you remember when when your stepdaddy the one who stepped who the daddy who stepped uh, in not a step, she said stepped up not a stepdad <laughs> but. So when he married your mama, you thought you think he got throw he you think he got leftovers throwaways? Is that what you're thinking, your mom? Right. Of of, of him of uh, your, your mama queen, and Daryl. Right. That's what you think? <laughs> Not Daryl. <laughs> I think you made me almost choke on this water. I, I am fucking weak. Oh, Mr. Daryl lost your mom with all of his heart, and that's Listen. what you think. He paid for you to 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 be in right. little league and to be in you know uh, tiny tots football. Tiny tots, you know, pay you, for your damn tuition if you if if he pays for your damn tuition. Okay, and Always you think that your mama yes. is? Yes. Let me talk you all the life lessons, but your mama is left over. Give you a little bit of money to take your little shorty in the tenth grade to the movies, and this is how you repay him. And if your prom outfit, you think she's leftover throwaway? And this is how you repay him. Y'all are the worst. Shocked and appalled. Y'all up there with the black men who bash black women. People, y'all shouldn't. Y'all shouldn't wish death on him. I ain't gotta wish nothing. He's dead. I didn't wish anything on him. I'm about to say, I, I never, I never wished it. The okay. Lord just said snatches and took him. I didn't say nothing. Listen. Ding dong, the wicked witch. <laughs> Who's that witch? The wicked witch. Ding exactly. dong, the wicked witch is dead. The munchkins ain't trying to kill her. Okay. She just died. 
<laughs> the house just landed. And so we I did not do this. Wasn't supposed to celebrate. She was tearing me over them, and I'm not. And I'm telling you, Kevin Samuels ain't never have that much power over me or my life. But don't cry for me, Miss Argentina, because I ain't got the tears. Listen, all I'm saying is just (sighs) I don't even know where to start. Like, first of all, I will I will retweet what Asha just said. Black people, black women, black femmes on the internet, ten out of ten. Y'all had me rolling for days, for days. It's this one girl on TikTok. I can never remember her at, but she got the colorful braids. I love her videos. And she was like, what did we learn? <laughs> okay. Because it is the truth. It is the truth. Literally black women be out here minding our business. And and this kind of just goes into the things that we talked about in the mini-sode that we've continued to talk about on this podcast. Why, why do we have to be involved? You can give someone critique um, and you can give a community critique without, without it's like black rhetoric. Yeah, or like without bashing them. And so, like yeah, I know we, we talk about you know black men as a collective here a lot on the podcast, but that's because again when we talk about systematic oppression and racism, the actions that you have taken against women, misogynoir, have lasting effects. And so because of that, we talk about you as a collective and because a lot of you enable that behavior on the same side or on a different side of the same coin, we also hold black women accountable for the ways in which they enable your behavior. And so just as much we call as call black men as a collective out, we call black women out too. Stop enabling this bullshit. The women who are going up for Kevin Samuels, what's wrong with you? Y'all are weird. What's y'all wrong? Weird. Why were you going on his show yes. allowing him to Rachel? That is embarrassing. Girl, girl. Again, girl. stand yeah. up. Girl. I must say, it's this one. I was one that I was looking at, and I was like, and I get how some. Not even gonna say people catch stray bullets because they don't see it coming. If you, if you wasn't the first person on the show, you knew it was coming. And I'm just like, I'm not gonna sit here and let this man tear me but down. Even call you a four or five. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. He was like, sweetie is like an eight. Or a seven or something like that. And I was like, what? Sir, what? What? Someone who have no chance what? of getting with any of these people. And you over here calling this girl on here. I would have hung right up. Like, I'm not about to sit here and be like, yeah, nah, you like a three, four. You are like, what? If I think I'm a nine, then I'm a nine. It really don't matter what you think at the end of the day. Like, and I, ooh, that's my last little tidbit on this before we move on to for the women and not even just the ones who follow Kevin Samuels, even some of y'all who don't, this really comes from a place of love. And there are people I know in my personal life who I just, I want y'all to want better for yourselves. Like, I really need y'all, I don't know if it's a conversation you need to have in therapy, you just need to talk to your friends, but like, your value is not associated with with being with a man like and just like the way in which people just have this like need to be with not even like a specific man just any man like it's it's really concerning like i i worry um and it's just because i know that y'all are such good human beings and like good women um that i just i i I, it, it hurts it hurts me to see you do that and operate in that way because it's like even if you never you know were with anybody else again the value that you bring to the world and the people around you like i'm not saying it has to be enough but like i want you to know that it is 
And it's okay to like want certain things and still be okay with the value that you add to, to the world and, and people around you. And there are men in relationships, you know, relationships where if they die tomorrow, you know, people wouldn't care because they are not good people. Um, and Kevin Daniels, Daniels died penniless with no assets. Well, according to the internet, allegedly, he died penniless with no assets and his mother had to start a GoFundMe for his funeral. So. But he had followers. Yep. All right. Well, on that note, um, do you want to do one more um, trending, uh, trending topic or do we want to move on to our next segment? We've already had so much time. We had. We can save this one for another day. Um, on that note, we will wrap up here and we will move on to something you need to hear. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update. And it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it. All right, y'all. On something y'all need to hear. We're talking about something that's like very near and dear to all three of us. And that is being bougie blurs. Um, so... I thought about this um, of like a week or so ago. If you don't already know, um, so Disney Plus is coming out with a um, series um, based. I don't know if it's based off the movie, based off the books, but basically books. based on the Percy the books, the Percy Jackson um, books. So it's like the Lightning Thief, all all of that, um, and a lot of. A lot of white nerds had a problem with the casting of the three main characters. Now, mind you, Percy Jackson is still white as ever. Little white boy. If you saw the Adam Project, that's where he's from. And um, Leah Sava, um, just from the, from, um, the Empire series. Um, I think she was one of the daughters mm-hmm. of the Empire. Um, and then Arian um, Simadri from Two by the Dozen. And to play uh, Percy Jackson, of course, Anna Beth Chase will be uh, Leah Sava, and Grover Underwood, who is uh, his uh, uh, goat-like best friend, um, will be um, Arian um, Simadri. Um, but a lot of people have a problem with uh, Leah and um, Arian because Leah is a black young woman, a young girl. I should say she's 12. She's a girl. A little black girl. And a, I don't know exactly what Aryan is, but he is some kind of Middle Eastern, you know, South Asian young man. So that made me think of, you know, who were our, what were our like bougie black nerd characters um, or what were your favorite like blurred things? Not even as a child, but as of now. But we just want to talk about like highlighting the top, the things that really got black nerds lives, uh, specifically whether you're into mythology, anime, cartoons, or like me, theater, comics, 
whatever you feel is your nerd thing what was that for you um and what were some like those really exciting like black nerd things that you connected with or were excited about as um you know from childhood to now I just, so as, as somebody who literally read, like that was my thing. I was always in the library. I was a library aide in high school. Um, I always made everybody black. Um, in my brain, everybody yep. is black. Um, <laughs> right. So black. when they was like, oh yeah, um, you know, this character is going to be black. I'm like, oh, she wasn't like, either she got blonde braids. She got a blonde weave. If he's tall, dark and handsome to me, he's tall, dark skinned. And so, I don't know what you're, you're talking about. If he blonde, he light skin. He bi- he's biracial. Like it was, it was <laughs> never gonna be not black in my brain. And so when y'all just be going up for like, oh my god, but she's this, she's described as that, et cetera, et cetera. Let it go. Um, it's a book. You're <clears throat> supposed to have an imagination and make it, you know, imaginative. I don't know. Like we didn't really have a ton of like black representation, video games, you know, books in the fantasy sci-fi genre. But you know, one thing about black folks, even in, in TV and anime and stuff, like we go on black code. If you watch Dragon Ball Z or was ever into that, Piccolo, black, black, yeah, the niggas black, Vegeta, light skin. Like <laughs> I just, I just don't understand why y'all. Are, are going up for this. So one thing, one character that always does bring me joy though, that she was always my favorite, will forever be one of my favorites, was number five on Codename Kids Next Door. I, Abigail Lincoln, I just, there was just something about her and her being the baddest bitch in the group. It just always spoke to my mm-hmm. spirit. Like I the just- The best outfit. I just, I just loved everything about her um, and how she could have been the leader and was like, eh, I'm actually not trying to do all that. Um, like I just, <laughs> I really bang with her. My brother watched a lot of Power Rangers as a kid. And so when I would watch it with him, I always loved when the Pink Ranger was a black girl. Yes. Oh, I loved when Pink Ranger was black. Oh, but yeah, so for me, um, being in comic books, I've always, always loved Storm. Um, I think a lot of people forget that Storm is not just African in terms of she's like from like this African land with all this magic, but she's also like part African American. Mm-hmm. Also, that was cool. Like her last name is Monroe. So for me, it was all, I always looked up to like Storm, and then um, we didn't have that many characters. And people always talk about again speaking on Halle Berry. Catwoman as a movie was bad. Halle Berry as Catwoman was good. You know, Wonderful. I even gotta disagree with you a little bit on that. I don't think Catwoman, when we think about how the, the superhero genre and like the superhero movie genre has evolved, I feel like Catwoman is on par with a lot of like the first superhero movies that we see from a lot of like yes. the Marvel characters and especially in the DC cinematic universe y'all ain't hit that first movie yet so, so you haven't really done it Catwoman is, is just as bad as every start as many Batwoman as many Batman movies as y'all have made y'all could have given Hattie another Catwoman movie that's all I'm gonna say because with a sequel yeah. you know you could have really pumped it up I you could have invested start to finish like it was I was and, and I think yeah. It wasn't, and I think it was again, part of 
wasn't great. I think Upon the Massage and Noir was also like y'all critiqued it too. You did. God knows how yes. long and you made it this horrible movie. That I don't think that Catwoman is I can I can watch Catwoman and have a great time watching I'll it. I watched Catwoman before I watched The Dark Knight. I'll watch Catwoman on on a uninterrupted loop for 24 hours before I watch any of them Christian Bale fucking um Batman movies. I'm bored. I'm I'm so bored. No. Once you realize that Batman's power is white privilege, you really just get over it. Because you can literally fix all the problems in Gotham, but instead you choose to dress up like a bat and just be whooping people's asses at night. And I think they tried to address that in this last Batman movie, um, but they didn't really address it in this last Batman movie. They were like, oh yeah, he could do that. He could do some philanthropy, but also, I'm a builder. He could be a uh, poor Latina Latina boys up in an alley. <laughs> they stealing a Robin. I'm a beat him up. Or you could just address the income inequality in Gotham. But okay, <laughs> okay, um, Bruce. <laughs> I guess they're yeah. angry because they're know, poor. Tony, sir. Tony Stark, I got Help. smoke for you too. Help. You built an iron mecha suit instead of the Listen. You could literally end world hunger. Yes. You're literally Elon Musk. Tony Stark is Elon Musk. You're a woman. No. That is a very Elon Musk thing to do. I'm yeah. going to fly around in my super suit and ignore and have the nerve to be in charge, even though I'm the only bastard in this bitch without superpowers. Another black girl joy of mine, since we're talking about superheroes, I cannot talk about superheroes without talking about the Dora Milaje. I'm just, I wish that I had the Dora Milaje when I was like 10, 12, 13, just bad asses, just dark brown skin, dark skin, bad ass women with like, like vibranium spears. When we were kids, all we really had was like Storm. That was it. Yeah, there had to be like one more. Bumblebee, um, from Teen Titans. But she was, but sis had like two episodes. She had two episodes, and I was like, and mm-hmm. she was a badass. I love Bumblebee. I love um, her. And I mean, again, black coding. I always thought that Raven was black. See, I feel the same way about Shigo. She wasn't a superhero, but especially because she be calling her Kimmy. She said, "Yes, you made a Kimmy." (laughs) Like that's some petty shit. As a Latina, I don't know why I always thought she was Latina. I can see that too. But even in Kim Possible, let's talk about Raven Simone's impact. Monique, you know, I've seen people have a lot of uh, critique about Monique, and I wholeheartedly disagree. I feel like she was the perfect character to add, and I feel like she was added very well. They didn't overuse her, but they didn't underuse her. And she also wasn't an addition just for the sake of having a Black character, because they had Wade. Um, That was a very well-balanced show. Um, And Bonnie, I thought Bonnie was Black too, was she? I, I, I thought Bonnie was biracial for her little broke off perm. But I always thought that um, Powerpuff Girls, um, the Miss um, Blossom or Miss Miss um, mm-hmm. Bellum, I thought yeah, she was Ms. mixed, Bellum? like like Mariah Carey. Okay, I'll give it to you. 
And another thing too, kind of with like, specifically with, you know, women and Black women and femininity, I also feel like the ways in which we exclude like things that are for girls out of nerd culture is just very interesting to me because I feel like like the way people go up for princesses to me it gives the same energy as like nerd culture or like if you are the part of the cult of the brats movies the barbie movies freaking basketball and then the was it my scene listen when i tell you i have seen every brats film that they ever made including brats monsters yep um, did you all watch anime? I'm not an anime girl. I my extent to anime goes from Tumblr. I was not up until recently, like as an adult. Let me tell you something. I am an anime. I feel like that is a, a very quietly kept secret about me. I am an anime girl. I've seen it all. Okay, I just can I just say thank you for not wearing fingerless gloves. You're welcome. <laughs> And maybe that's why I feel like a lot of Black women have been excluded from nerd culture, because I feel like we tend to have very healthy relationships with the media that we consume. Um, Because I guess we can't disassociate like some of y'all to pretend like we're not Black women like we always are. Um, And y'all like some spaces too. You don't like spaces. So we just be like, we're going to watch it by ourselves. So yeah, if you've never watched Inuyasha and you just need something to do, highly recommend it's a great one it's gonna piss you off we talk about girls needing to stand up kagomi stand up girl (laughs) stand up um or or if you want and i also feel like again that's another genre that i feel like men and specifically white men have conquered because in in japan it's it's a larger anime and so there are ones like for women like even if you're not into the whole shoot them up stab them up and there are ones for adult women like i can recommend you some if you've never watched Nana, whoo, whoo. Like, I get stressed just thinking about it. Peach Girl, yo. Shout out to the Black girls who watch Peach Girl. If y'all know, y'all know. I'm going to say... Right, I'm like, just send I'm gonna send you a list. list. Controversial <laughs> opinion. Please DM us. Y'all are going... The girls who see it about to get mad at me, but I was always team Toji. Fuck Kyrie. That nigga want to be going up. If my boyfriend ever left me for the school nurse, I'm fighting you. Oh my god, fighting you. <laughs> okay, Momo should have should have flipped shit. She should have burned that school to the ground. I think it's a good way to wrap up. Um, but I, but this also just shows that we need like there's probably things that we're gonna remember that we're gonna be like, oh damn, I forgot to talk about this. This is really important, but. This also just goes to show you that, like, we still need more representation in terms of Black characters, Black superheroes, Black women superheroes. You know what I'm saying? We need... Yeah. We will be back with um, our... Lord, what is the segment called? Uh, Ask Black Black, Girl. We'll be back. Bye. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at The Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out TheBougieBlackGirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by The Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode. All right, we're back with our last segment, 
Ask Black Girl Roundtable. As always, you can ask us some questions if you want some advice, anything like that. In our email, sbgr at thebougieblackgirls.com. Even if it's just something you guys want us to talk about. Yes, anything. Literally anything. If you, or if you want to tell us a funny story and want us to share with the world, we can do that too. We can <laughs> react all of it. Any, any you want everything event, we are event. down for. Yes. You know yeah, we like the We'll be angry with you. <laughs> all right. So this one comes from Twitter. So it says, my girlfriend's son, who's three, year, three years old, has tantrums. So I hug him to calm him down. The last time, he looked me straight in the eye and said, where's your fake heart? Mommy told me to hit it. He punched me straight in the pacemaker. My girlfriend says he lied to her. What are your thoughts? <laughs> That's not funny. I'm sorry. I, I think it's I need to read like the last two sentences again. Okay, so the last time, the last time he went to hug him, the son looked him straight in the eyes and said, where's your fake heart? Mommy told me to hit it. He then punched me straight in the pacemaker. My girlfriend says he lied on her. No, kids don't know what a pacemaker is. (laughs) Right, that's what I said. Sis, you dead wrong for telling that boy to put you in the basement. <laughs> you dead, you dead wrong. Oh, your baby under the Oh, he wrong. lied. No, ho, you. Oh my gosh. I just. How did he know he had a fake heart? How would he know that? Come on. Oh, that so took me down. Thoughts. That took me down. Oh. And then my other question is: Did you tell him? Because right. how would he know? I like to where it's at. <sighs> kids are kids, man. Children. <laughs> Ooh, unless she explained oh. to him that, like, oh, Mister So and So, or you know, he has this condition to where his heart's not like ours. Blah blah. blah. He like he had a fake heart. He's like, kinda okay. I want to punch it. I can kind of. I can kind of see that. Nah, he. He was like, she told me to punch you. Mm. Told me to punch you in it so that don't He said, stop. mommy told me. And I'm just like, what's, what do you benefit from him? It's like, <laughs> so if he right. dropped dead, then what? <laughs> then what? <laughs> now right. the baby got a murder charge. What, what are we going to do? You can just break up. Like, y'all make everything so difficult. Just break up. Yeah, I would be like, if that was me, I would be so mad, but I could also laugh at this. Like, wow, you really told this baby to punch me in the pacemaker. What? I'm gonna need a couple months before I chuckle because I'm just like, (laughs) you literally used your three year old to take a hit out on me. Like, I don't appreciate that. It's the easiest way to easily be like, it was an accident. He didn't know no No, better. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. You tried to take a Take that man out, and then go say what are, thoughts. What do you mean thoughts? You need to get out of Pass there. Oh my Next thing you know, you're gonna be playing catch or something. He gonna chuck a baseball at you. Okay. Or somebody going, you know, y'all gonna be laying the, to, on the couch and you gonna fall asleep, <laughs> and somebody gonna knock you in your chest. Right. Say, well, where did you get right. an encyclopedia from, child? Oh my gosh. Yo. Oh, yes, when I read that, I was like, 
I worry about your children. I worry about your safety in these relationships because some of these things, I'm not going to say it would never happen to me, but. Hide your kids, hide your wife. All them red flags we talked about, all y'all who listened to us um, or listened to our mini-sode last week and have yet to to vet your um, your social media and do your cross-checks, look, this is the mm-hmm. result when you don't check up on people, when you don't yes. protect your life. Oh, my God. I just really cracking up over there. <laughs> he lying. <laughs> How? Mommy, like I can't think how creepy it is. Like, mommy told me to punch you in the fake heart, dude. What? Bitch. What? And why are you asking us for your thoughts? The fact that you probably still sleeping in that house. It's is a problem, problem, sir. Get out. Oh yeah. my god. And they'd be like, oh, exactly. yeah, oh he lying. No. <laughs> Yo, hilarious. Oh, that that gave me a good laugh. Okay. Oh, that is a perfect note to to wrap up this episode on. Jokes, jokes, jokes. Uh, well, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of Black Girl Roundtable as always. Um, please make sure you are following us on wherever you stream your podcast and you are subscribed. It really, 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 really helps us out. And as Jaleen noted, please send your questions to AskBGR at thebougieblackgirls.com. Also feel free to DM us on, probably not TikTok, probably won't see it there, um, but probably DM us on um, Instagram. You'll probably find them there if that's easier for you, um, even though you should be able to send an email, but no judgment, whatever, you know, accessibility. Um, Make sure you also leave us a rating wherever you are listening. Thank you again for joining us. We hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day, week, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.